Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ang polisiya naman ng bawat uh, bansa sa isang sa kanilang sa ating mga karatig bansa sa ating mga kausap na kadi, uh, trade natin ay kung ano yung polisiya ng, ng gobyerno kung ano yung polisiya ng uh, ng, ng uh, bansa ngayon tungkol sa kanila kung sila ba ay pumapanig nag-agree ba sila linalabanan ba sila dito sa ganito uh, yun ang yun ang yun naman ang magiging doon manggagaling ang polisiya ng pamanan hindi wala akong kilalang bansa na magsasabi dahil ang pangalan mo, Kusim, hindi kami magninigoso kasama mo. That was presumptive President Bongbong Marcos in a pre-election forum organized by Go Negosyo called Candidatox. He was asked by host Cheryl Kosim about whether his parents' infamy abroad for large-scale plunder might hurt foreign investment and relations. After all, the international headlines have not exactly been flattering. Bella Perez Rubio, Puma Podcast. Marcos Jr. hasn't given away much in terms of his economic agenda. But based on the above, we tried to piece together what his first 100 days in office will look like. When he takes office this June, Marcos will inherit a pandemic-battered country that has yet to attain herd immunity more than a year after life-saving COVID-19 vaccines were first rolled out. It is unclear how Marcos will address the root of the vaccination problem, which, according to vaccine czar Carlito Galvez Jr., is complacency. Only a fraction of Filipinos have gotten their booster shots, but Marcos says he will carry on with the vaccination drive. Talagang pursigi tayo sa vaccine. At nakikita naman natin talagang magandang naging epekto mula nung nagsimula ang vaccine rollout. Uh, kahit na nung una, nahirap tayo sa supply. Marcos also said he wants to centralize healthcare facilities and funding again. Pero itanong mo sa kahit sinong LGU chief executive, yung tanong na yan, at agree kami lahat, ibalik sa central government. Dahil mahal ang healthcare. Hindi kaya ng local government, lalo na yung maliliit. Kaya yung maliliit na bayan, halimbawa, paano ka maglalagay kahit clinic, hindi nila kayang bayaran yung doktor, hindi nila kayang bayaran yung nurse, uh, yung midwife, hindi nila ma- kasi hindi naman pwedeng tigisa lang yan, kailangan marami-rami. Uh, naramdaman namin ito na doon sa, sa amin, sa Ilocos Norte, dahil... Eh, nung una... The dictator's son will inherit an economy buckling under the rising costs of goods and fuel due to the ongoing invasion of Ukraine. One thing that may not please economists is his plan to bring back oil subsidies. Balikan natin yung konsepto uh, ng OPSF, or the Oil Price Stabilization Fund, na nagko-contribute lahat ng oil companies. May pondo na hinahawakan ng gobyerno. Pagkabiglang tumaas ang presyo ng langis, ay parang nags- to soften the blow, magbibitaw ng subsidy itong mm. stabilization fund. The problem is, The OPSF failed miserably. In theory, the idea was sound, 
But because of mismanagement and corruption, the fund eventually ran into billions of pesos of deficit, which taxpayers eventually had to shoulder. That's why the oil industry was finally deregulated in 1998. But Marcos seems keen to bring back 70s-style economics. Pero ang problema ay wala tayong OPSF ngayon. Anong magagawa natin? Meron mga nagsasabi na wag muna tayong mangulikta ng excise tax. Palagay ko that's one possible solution. Pero ang sa akin palagay, ba't di natin gawin ang ginagawa ng ibang bansa na imbis na gigilan natin yung pagkulikta ng buwis, gamitin natin yung buwis para magbigay ng subsidy. In other words, kung ano ang binabayaran natin para makabili ng langis, makabili ng, 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 ng gas, makabili ng oil, makabili ng gasolina, ng crudo, lahat yan, ay bahagi nun ang gobyerno na ang magbabayad. Marcos also continues to evade a $353 million contempt judgment issued for his refusal to cooperate with the District Court of Hawaii, throwing into question whether or not he can even travel to the U.S. Just this week, his spokesman Vic Rodriguez was filmed ignoring questions from a Rappler reporter on this. But again, Marcos himself seems unfazed. Kahit sinong pangulo na uupo, we'll have to earn that tiwala, we'll have to earn that trust. So any new administration will have to earn the trust. It doesn't matter who is sitting. Kailangan eh, papakita nila kaya silang pagtiwalaan. And that's, that's, that's what, and trade is trade. Kung magandang pinag-usapan ninyo, kahit ba naman anong pangalan mo, hindi, hindi, hindi matutuloy yung inyong magiging, magiging uh, uh, usapin, yung inyong magiging uh, uh, kontrata, yung inyong magiging import-export, lahat yan. Ay, even sa geopolitics, magkakasundo kayo. Uh-huh. Eh, kung talaga hindi kayo magkasundo, eh, kahit naman sinong pangalan mo, kung kahit kakampi mo, na mahal mo, na ganito, eh, hindi kayo nagkasundo. Hindi pa rin kayo magkakasundo. Hi, it's Anna from the Puma Podcast team. We're glad you're here. We're excited to build our community with you. And it looks like we'll be able to meet for events real soon. So if you want to stay in the loop, please go to pumapodcast.com and subscribe to our newsletter. Now, on to your Teka Teka news. Another problem Marco says he will focus on is the abysmal state of Philippine education, exacerbated by the two-year suspension of in-person schooling induced by the pandemic. Halimbawa, mawala na yung COVID at balik na naman tayo sa dati face-to-face. Kulang pa rin yung edukasyon natin. Mas, yung mga ranking natin, hindi maganda talaga when compared sa mga ibang bansa. Na, yung mga karatig bansa natin, mga ASEAN, uh-huh. ay hindi naman, hindi naman tayo, hindi, hindi, magaganda, hindi tayo mataas ang grado. Marcos has already said he's putting running mate and presumptive vice president Sara Duterte Carpio at the helm of the education department. Duterte Carpio has no significant qualifications that merit the post, but Marcos cited her role as a mother who wants the best for her children as sufficient qualification for the job. Marcos also said that his first 100 days in office would be marked by key appointments. Uh, dun sa lugar na yun. Hindi dahil malaking contribution na sa kampanya, hindi dahil kaibigan mo na matalik uh, at... Uh, best friend mo or something. Pero dapat dahil talagang may, 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 may kakayahan. 
Mm-hmm. Yun ang importante sa lahat. Eh, alam mo, anybody who, who has been in any kind of corporate structure or yung gano'n, sasabihin, kahit napakaganda nung plano mo, kahit napakaganda nung, nung pagkagawa mo ng organizational chart mo, kung mahina yung tao na nandun, wala rin mangyayari. Kaya yun ang pinakaunang dapat pag-isipan. And that was today's episode of Teka Teka. Again, I'm Bella Perez Rubio. This episode was produced by Kat Ventura and edited by Presh Capistrano. If you want to learn more about the oil crisis, look up this episode titled Why the Candidates Are Wrong About the Oil Crisis. And follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.